Grace and peace to you from God our Father, through his Son, your Lord and Savior, the Christ. Amen. The text from Luke chapter 22, verses 31 to 34. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he, Peter, said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you, both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me. So far the text, and we pray. Lord, we believe. Help us in our unbelief. Amen. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus, you who are redeemed, bought back to God, yes, even from your unbelieving ways. Just hours, just hours before Peter was ready to take Jesus' towel from him while he was washing all of the disciples' feet. You don't belong down there, Lord. Master, let me wash your feet. Jesus, uh, Peter, was willing to, to serve. Here, Peter assures Jesus he is ready also, ready to go toe-to-toe with Satan. Bring him on, Peter says. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to prison with you. I'm even ready to die with you. In a few more hours... After Jesus prays and after Peter sleeps, Peter is so ready that he is eager to wield his weapon in defense of his Lord and Master, almost as if his Lord and Master is impotent to protect himself. During these pivotal hours of Jesus' life, Peter shows himself to be many things. He is willing to serve, even get dirty. He is verbally confident. He is even bold and decisive in his battle actions. But what Peter is not ready to do is to believe on his Lord for his own rescue. Satan has asked for you. Think of that. Satan has asked for you, Peter, by name. I have prayed for you. And when you return to me, understand what's built into that when. You are going to go away from me. Willing to serve, confident in his, kind of his verbose language, so confident that he's willing to go to battle. But this isn't faith. In fact, in Peter's instance here, some of his Very bold and ready and willing actions are even complicit in his faith fail. In the words of Luther's most well-known hymn, Peter was standing alone in his own might, and all of his striving was losing. When you, when you return to me. It's instructive and formative to the Christian that on the most volatile and vulnerable night of Jesus' life in the flesh, he is busy praying, and his plea of his disciples that are with him is very simply, watch, 
Just be still, take it in with your eyes, watch and pray with me. That coupling, watch and pray, it might be simply taken into the English as look up and beg. Look up and beg. When our faith flounders like Peter's does here and like it often does in the gospel records, it's not because it believes nothing. Sometimes the phrase gets bandied about a person of faith. I suppose we can understand it correctly, but I would argue that term, a person of faith, is redundant and unnecessarily repetitive. Because if a person is a person, they believe in something. Even if it's not the Lord, as Peter fails to do here, they believe in something. Every person believes in or upon something or someone. With Peter, faith often looked inward. What he was assuring Jesus was all based on his premise that he was ready enough, willing enough, strong enough to go with him. And quite frankly, the religion of the world and of our own hearts often teaches us to look inside as well. With Peter, our faith often looks in, and it either boasts in how ready we are or it despairs at how unready we are, but either way, it fails because it jettisons Jesus. When Christian faith thrives, it looks up. It looks up and sees Christ. Like a one-year-old child looks up to their father from the floor and begs with eyes. And like a one-year-old child begs for all things that are good for it, so also with faith. In this way, Christian prayer is the preeminent posture of faith. Prayer is always looking up to the God of our salvation. It never looks in, not if it's Christian. And it's always begging of that only true God to supply all of the willingness, to supply all of the words, to supply all of the works that will rescue you and me and every sinner from our demise to salvation. Dear fellow, faith fails. The open door that Jesus leaves for failing Peter welcomes you and me home too. And when, when you return to me. Jesus is the respite for faith fails. The door isn't for those who are boldly willing. It isn't for those who are full of confident words and brimming with boisterous actions. The door is open, rather, as Jesus says, to those who are weary and those who are burdened, even by their many faith fails. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And when, and when after looking up to your Lord, your Redeemer, and begging of him for all the words and the willingness and all the works of your salvation, when you are returned and restored to him, then use that gracious news to return a brother or a sister as well.
God grant it for Jesus' sake. Amen. We continue in prayer. O God, we see that of ourselves we have no strength. Keep us both outwardly and inwardly, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. As we pray through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and who reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one true God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.